We're continuing Sefer Yoshua, Perek Kaf Bet, Pasuk Aleph. Chapter 21 was a description of the land being distributed to the, to the Levim. We said there were four breakups. There was the Kohanim, which were part of the family of Kehat. Then there was the rest of the family of Kehat. Then there was Gerishon and there was Mirari. Those were the four groupings of, of Levim who received cities within Israel. The distribution of the cities was quite random, meaning there is um, what we did point out was that the Kohanim received cities closer to Yerushalayim, to Yerushalayim so they received from Yehuda and Binyamin. But other than that, um, unlike the cities of refuge, which we said were kind of equidistant from one another, three within the land, to, to, so that there would be a place for everybody to run, the cities, the, 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 the Levite cities, Seem to be randomly distributed If you look at them on a map It's kind of hard to make, a, to make heads or tails Out of why they were given Was it population based? Like, so like the Ramban goes into it in the Torah again And he says that it could have been based on the value of the land um, And then each tribe based on how valuable their land was Or something would have to give up a specific amount But I, I don't know what the I haven't gone into it much So um, but what we did point out is that all of the cities of refuge were also Levite cities, so it's important to know. That, that's why it kind of opens up probably with the, with the cities of refuge, and then tells us about the Levite cities because because those are going to be those cities of refuge are once again spoken of as Levite cities in chapter twenty one. Okay, chapter twenty two now is officially the conclusion of the distributions of the land, and we get to a very very interesting story about. Uh, the tribes of Reuven and God. Uh, what's important about Reuven and God is that they had made a deal with Moshe way back in, um, in, in Sefer Bamidbar that they, they wanted to come and they wanted to get land on the eastern side of the Jordan River. Now the deal with them was that they had to stick around until the land was conquered and distributed before they can go back. Okay? So it seems like they waited 14 years. They fought for, 14, for seven and then they distributed, they helped distribute the land for seven before they went back. And now that the land has been distributed, it is time for them to go back. So Yoshua is actually going to allow them to go back now. And that's what ch- chapter 22 is about. Then Yoshua called to the Reuven, Reuvenite people, to the God people, and to the half of the tribe of Menashe. You kept everything that Moshe, the servant of God, commanded you. And you also listened to my voice, everything that I commanded you. You did not leave your brethren these many days until this day. And you kept the guard of Hashem, your God. Now God has given uh, a, he's, he's given um, We're on Pasuk Dalet Now God has given uh, um, What's the word for this? Like uh, Not relaxation He's given uh, Rest, rest. Uh, That's a better word He's given <laughs> I'm looking for a, 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 a better word But He's given rest To your brethren The way he's spoken to you Peace of mind Rest as he spoke to them, and now you can go, tread a path, and go back to your tents, to the land of your what's possession. possession. 
that Moshe, the servant of God, gave you on the east side of the Jordan River. But be very careful to do the mitzvah, to keep the mitzvah in the Torah, that Moshe commanded you, to love Hashem your God, and to go in His ways, and to keep His mitzvot, and to cling to Him, and to serve Him with all of your heart and all of your soul. What does this remind us of? Shema. Yeah, Shema. So he's, he, he's saying, remember to keep the mitzvot that Moshe commanded you. And then he's directly quoting Moshe from the Kriyat Shema. Okay? Also but, from Sefer Devarim, Moshe's farewell address speaks like this also. Yeah, but that, that, um, uh, that's uh, Shema is in Devarim. No, no, but that's not the Only Vayomer is in the Midbar. Oh, and yeah, yeah. the ones that we're drawing from here are from Devarim. Yoshua blesses them, he sends them, and they go to their tents. Now, why is it so important for Yoshua to stress that they keep the Torah? Because they're not in Israel proper. Exactly, because they're not in Israel proper. The main concern with the tribes of Ruven, Gad, and Chatzim, and Asher, uh, uh, the, the main concern is going to be now that they're not in Israel proper, Will they be able to maintain the same standard of Judaism as the rest of the tribes? That's going to be the main concern. And that's why Yoshua blesses them and, and begs them to, to keep the Torah of Moshe as he had commanded them. Also, what else do we remember from Sefer Bimidbar? Who were the tribes that came and asked for, for land on the eastern side of the Jordan River? Reuven, God. Reuven and God. No, only Reuven and God. Oh, in the, in the Torah. The in the Torah. Okay. Now, now, Menashe was given land on both sides, and that seems to have been started by Moshe. So, Reuven and God were the ones, I think it says in one of the... Menashe did not ask for land on the east side, but Moshe said, okay, take it. I think so. It's going to be the next thing we address, no? That's exciting. Yeah, here, let, let's read it and then, and then we'll read the Perush. Pasuk 7, Pasuk Zayin. V'lachatsi shebet ha-menashe natan Moshe babashan, u'lachatsi ornatan Yoshua et achichem be'ever a'eden yama. And to the half the tribe of Menashe, Moshe gave land in the Bashan. But to the other half, Yoshua gave land on the western side of the Jordan River. V'gam ki shilacham Yoshua elaholehem v'yibarachem. And Yoshua also sent them and he blessed them. Okay? Um... Here, let's see if it if it goes into the Perush here. Oh, they say down here that <clears throat> that only the tribes of God and Reuben had huge flocks, but right. not the tribe of Menashe. Therefore, Yoshua blessed Menashe with property. Okay, but but who were the tribes? Um, check in. Uh, Radak. Do you have no? Do you have a Tanakh? Check check in the references to the to to the um, story of the Bnei Gad and Bnei Reuven coming and asking for land. I want to just confirm that they were the only two who asked. Numbers thirty two. Yeah. Beginning of chapter number eight. Yeah, you're right. Uh, 
when they say Hayedah lemor, Atar v'tivon v'yazeh v'nimra v'cheshbon v'elalei u'svam u'nvo u'on. Ha'aretz asher hikah Adonai l'fnei Adat Yisrael, Eretz m'knehi v'la'avadecha m'kneh. V'yomeru imatsanu chen v'enecha yudyutan et ha'aretz azot la'avadecha la'achuza al-ta'avirenu et ha'yarden. V'yomer Moshe l'fnei Gad v'l'fnei Reuven. No, no and there's no Menashe. Okay, so Menashe is given. Is given. So why exactly why? was Menashe given land? They so one of the it. one of the perushim. It could be that they wanted it. The other perush is that Moshe was trying to make one tribe straddle both sides, so that they would have a connection, a connection to one another. Those, in my opinion, the people on the east of the Jordan are losing out because they're not in Israel. Correct. So. The people that Chetzi Menashe that have to be on the in the Bashan. Now they're, they're stuck. It stinks for them. They, they didn't want it, and now they're forced to... They, they probably wanted it. They probably Seems wanted like it also, but Moshe probably saw it as an opportunity to, to put them, to put, have, give access, to, to basically unite it as one land. Yeah. It's like, it's like, uh, what would be the best way? Let's say, let's say, um, uh, I don't know a good example, but let's say Washington State wasn't Washington State, it was Alaska, right? Yeah. Then Alaska would be, would have representation both on the mainland, on mainland and, and in Alaska. Alaska yeah. And that would be good because then Alaska wouldn't feel like they're a separate state. A separate country. A separate country, yeah. Okay? Pasukhet. Vayomer alem lemor bin chasim rabbim. So we, we, sit, we, we settled that. It was only Reuven and God who came to Moshe. Moshe added Menashe. And now Yoshua says to Menashe, you should go back as well. And Yoshua blesses them. And he says to them, he says to all of these, the two and a half tribes, Return with much wealth to your tents, and with many cattle. With silver, gold, copper, iron, with, uh, with uh, clothing. Split the spoils of your enemies with your brethren okay so that's that's where we're going to conclude for today um so all we did today were the, were the eight scheme to open up chapter 22 in which Yoshua sends all three tribes back what he with says to blessing. them yeah with his blessing with the reiteration of the mitzvot of of sefer devarim and anywhere you go in life you need to take Torah with you yeah yeah, but but here it's especially important because there's a a concern that they will fall off. Yeah. I think it, later in history they do these the, the, the tribes don't they, they're the first ones to kind of lose their connection. Yeah. So it ends up being the case. Obvious that they would Yeah, it's almost it's pretty much it's pretty obvious that they would lose that. You almost expect it, okay? Uh, and then and then at the end he says you should split the spoils with your brethren. What does that mean? What does it mean they split united. the spoils with your brethren? So there are, various, there are various perushim to split the spoils with your brethren because it's not exactly clear. Who are they splitting spoils with? If it's with the rest of Bnei Israel, they went into battle with Bnei Israel, what are they splitting spoils now? They already got the spoils. Each person already split those spoils. So who are they splitting with? So like Radak says, he's referring to the rest of Am Israel who are on the Israel mainland. Why? Why, why are they splitting spoils with them? I think I, I read the Pirush, I think the, is the best. Is, I think it's a Mesudat David. I think it's a Mesudat David. He's saying that Achachem is referring to your own people that remained on the eastern side of the Jordan River. They didn't just leave women and children alone. They left some military men on the eastern side to, to protect them. 
So he's saying on the way back, please split the spoils that you received on Israel mainland, split it with those people that were on the eastern half of the Jordan River who were there to protect the women and children. I think that's a Peshat. Radak's is very difficult. I, I could read for you the Radak. Um, so if the first thing is, is he only speaking to Menashe or is he speaking to Ruven, God, and Menashe? Yeah, that's the first issue. Okay. So he says it's referring to all three of them. Um, Meaning, if he's addressing all three, then you have to split it with Yeah, then you're 12. splitting with all twelve. If you're addressing only Menashe, then you have to split it with the first that, three. With the four, well, neither of them makes sense. Yeah. Because they all, they all, this all should have been done already. See, Radak says, though, the one who said he's referring to Mitzudat David, or the Perush of the Mitzudat David, he's saying the one who said that it's referring to the people they left in, in Reuven and God with the, with the women, he said that doesn't make any sense because they only left women and children. Yeah. But that's, that's what doesn't make sense. The Radak doesn't make sense because do you think they only left women and children? No, they, they must have left some men. So I think that's the Peshat. Baruch Adonai Lulam. Amen. Amen.